It is Shocktober 14th, and today is the day that everybody's been waiting for because this is the day when Riker returns. Damn straight. Thank you for giving me a pass <laughs> on uh, reminiscing on 75% not great slasher films. But hey, <laughs> we're gay. Yeah, so, uh, you know, uh, I don't know if you've listened to the episodes yet, but um, Brett. My friend Brett is a massive Friday the 13th fan, and uh, and he listens to our Shocktober episodes every year, and just oh, he, he loves them, and he talks about, you know, how, how, how much fun it would be to do them, you know, and I was like, well, you know what? I know that Riker probably wouldn't want to sit and go through every single Friday the 13th movie, so let's would... maybe let's maybe give you a crack at this, and let's do it. And then uh, that also gives you a break. That means you have to record 13 fewer episodes. And that's that's totally cool. But you and I are talking beforehand. We need to get them back. We need to watch the fan films that were released this year because they're glorious. That's all I'm gonna say. All right. Well, you know, maybe we'll maybe we'll spare you three more episodes. No, and... no, I want to be on those fucking. <laughs> oh, you do. All right. Great. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll I'm see sure what we can do. Watch them. I can't believe he brought it up to you. You know what I'm saying? He didn't bring it up like, hey, you got to watch this. Well, I'm sure he's seen them, but, uh, uh, you know, we'll see what we can do with my very limited freaking uh, poor-ass setup here. Uh, maybe we'll just get bread on Skype, and then I'll record it that way. We'll see. Either Whatever. way, either way, uh, we should probably do the uh, administrative stuff off the air, and uh, let's talk about some uh, some horror movies, man. Yes, yes. Uh, we're going to start uh, our three-day run together, you and I. Uh, with the Fear Street trilogy that uh, recently came out on Netflix. And uh, mm. we're going to start with Fear Street Part 1 today. And this is uh, Fear Street Part 1, 1994. So Fear Street, based on uh, the Goosebumps guy, he wrote he wrote a bunch of books called Fear Street. Uh, what's his name? R.L. Stein. R.L. Stein. Yeah, so I, I only knew him as the Goosebumps guy, the Gersperms guy. And... Uh, and, uh, you know, my brother used to read all those Goosebumps books when I was a kid, so I had no idea he did anything else. I didn't know he did anything called Fear Street. Um, but these movies, it's kind of a ser- it's it's, I don't know, it's not an anthology. It's one full uh, story um, yep. in three parts uh, that each takes place in a different, different time period. But they're all connected. Uh, this first one, obviously 1994, like I said. Uh, and, man... Jesus, man. So I'm going to just I'm going to get my biggest complaint out of this movie. I'm going to say first that I like this movie. It was fine. Um, This one was probably probably my least favorite of the three. Um, But this movie, here's what really bugged bugged me about it. Whoever uh, did the uh, the soundtrack, like the music, you know, selected the music for this. Uh, was just like 1994. Ah, fuck it. I'll grab any 90 song I can think of. Even shit that came out like in the late 90s or 1996 or 1998. Like it. And and as somebody who grew up in that era, right? That was you know I'm I'm a I'm a child of the 80s and 90s, right? Um, so as someone who grew up in that era, I could not help but every time some fucking song from like 1996 came on, I'd be like. Wait a minute. That thing, that song wasn't out in '94, and I'd Google it, and I'd be like, "Sure enough, 1996. God damn it! You had one job, music director. You had one job. 
pick songs from 94 or before. Yeah, you're not the first person to bitch about that. I oh, really? still like the soundtrack. I still thought it was pretty nostalgic to me. Yeah, and but you know if and it was like it was like a jukebox, man. It was like every 10 seconds they're cranking a new song. <laughs> you know, there have to there had to be like 30, 40 songs in this thing. So I guess he probably ran out of songs from 1994. I don't know. Um, but anyway, that was one thing that as a, as a guy who grew up in that era uh, and was big into music in that era, uh, I could not help but be taken out of it. But anyway, that's neither so here nor there. Pretty pissed off by a little prodigy Firestarter. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. a Firestarter. Yeah. So I love that song. But yeah, 1996, Firestarter. Yep. Like I said, man, yeah. the dude had, or the woman or whomever, uh, they had one job. One, one job, job and they Fuck fucking up. failed miserably uh anyway so this movie uh or this series of movies it's it takes place um in this like a pair of towns they're like neighboring towns uh Sunnyvale and Shadyside right so yes. Uh, as you could probably expect, Sunnyvale, all the luck goes to the Sunnyvale kids and the Sunnyvale people, um, and uh, all the good fortune uh, shines upon Sunnyvale. Meanwhile, Shadyside, they're all like fuck-ups, you know, uh, delinquents, uh, you know, broken homes, bad luck, and murders. Most importantly, fucking murders. Um, it seems like every now and then, uh, somebody just freaks out and starts killing people, Right. Um, and it's not like a, it's not like a serial killer, like a Jason or a Michael Myers. No, this is just, it's, it's usually somebody who just randomly seems to get possessed and freaks out and starts killing people. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's the curse of shady side. Uh, the movie opens with, with, you know, a mall, you know, a, a typical nineties mall. You got your B Dalton bookseller or Walden books or whatever the hell it is. And, and then was, you got, I think it was. B Dalton, yeah. Yeah, and then you, you got your uh, your, your uh, what's the fucking emo place that kids go to and cut themselves oh, later? Oh, that would be Hot Topic. Yeah, Spencer, Spencer Gifts. It was Spencer. Uh, oh, Gips. that's right. You got Spencer. I, I, that's right. It was Spencer's. It wasn't Hot Topic. Uh -huh. So anyway, and then you know, all of a sudden, this this nerdy kid just starts freaking out and killing people, and that's kind of how the movie starts. And the kid uh, uh, gets shot in the head finally by uh, the sheriff. Uh, and uh, and that's the end of that situation. And so that's kind of how the whole movie uh, starts out. Um, uh, where are the parents in this movie? Um, do you know. do you ever see a parent in this movie? I, I see an older adult. You, you, you see the cop. Parent. Yeah, you see the cop in this movie. Well, no, the the, the um, shoot darn. Um, uh, the older, uh, the older woman that was that we find out who she is in 1978. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. She, uh, the one who played uh, to look her up. the one who played Britta in Community. Yes. Yeah. Um, whatever her name is. Anyway, uh, but yeah, she's the closest thing to an adult figure in this whole goddamn thing. Um, I, and you know, you got the oh, kid. What's that? Sheriff. Sheriff. Good. Yeah, Sheriff. Well, I suppose there's yeah. that. Um, but you've got the, the brother and sister who they constantly show at home, um, uh, but you never see their parents. Um, so anyway, uh, uh, Jillian Jacobs, Jillian Jacobs. 
Yes. Uh, is, is the closest thing <laughs> to an adult in this thing. But anyway, so basically, uh, the, the brother and sister, they, they kind of start discovering uh, what's going on in the town. You know, they start looking into things. And uh, it, the brother is like, he's on the Internet all the time, even though this is 1994 and like hardly anybody was on the Internet. This guy's like hanging out in chat rooms. And they're talking about the conspiracy of conspiracy theory or the uh, the shady history of uh, shady side, uh, yep. and uh, and they start putting the puzzle back together, putting the puzzle together that this shit has been going on for a long time, right? And uh, and and their 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 research takes them back to like 1978, which we'll get to tomorrow. But either way. Um, what did you think of this movie, man? You know, I, uh, I had a lot of fun with this movie. I had a lot, spoiler alert, I had a lot of fun with the entire series. I think it's really nostalgic. I think it's got a Halloween vibe to it. I'm a big R.L. Stein fan. Um, I will ashamedly raise my, unashamedly raise my hand and say I enjoyed Goosebumps too. I had a good time with that movie. Yeah, man. And, uh, Lots of fun. I mean, I, I liked it a lot. I, I thought it was um, it was spooky, it was scary. But you know what was great is that um, and we'll talk about more about this tomorrow. But they were not afraid to bring the gore. There's yeah. a scene that we're going to spoil in a minute at the end of this film. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, because <laughs> that was great. Like, no, I mean, I, I didn't like you know the per- I didn't like seeing someone say goodbye, but. Man, they went out in style, right? Like, hey, kids, shut your eyes. You don't want to watch this because that was that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. So well done. Um, and and I, I got a little bit of trivia about that particular scene. I had a really great time. Is it perfect? No. Is it a good Halloween watch? Fuck yeah. And if you haven't, if you've been sitting in a cave all summer long and you haven't watched this yet, get you, get off your ass and watch it during Halloween. Nothing better uh, than getting a good spooky, you know, Halloween vibe on. And Fear Street is a great example of that. Yeah, um, I I don't know. Maybe it was just the mood I was in the night I watched it. But at first, I was not impressed with it. They had a couple. You mentioned a particularly great kill. Um, they oh. they had uh, they had some you know good scares. I, it started out like a lot like Scream for me. I was like, man, this this movie oh, yeah. definitely has a Scream vibe to it, and I'm digging right. it. Um, and then I felt like it kind of got convoluted because I wasn't sure where they were going with the story. Right. And I'm like, wait, who's this now? What's the deal? Like, they got to kill this person. What's going on? You know, I couldn't keep track of all the threads. My simple pea brain just wants what mass killer in the woods, killing, killing horny teenagers. Perfect. That's all I need. You know, yeah, but you just spent 13 days talking about it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Ex- exactly. But this, you know, this at first I was like, I don't know where they're going with this. And I don't know if I like it. We'll talk about it more in the coming days, but I'll just say that it pays off like eventually i was like i was like oh i get it okay i see what they're doing um i thought um you know some of the dialogue and some of the exposition and stuff i was like it's a little a little sleepy right putting me to sleep but it paid off and and I'll, i'll i'll say that if if you if you watch this movie or if you're watching this movie and you're like where are they going with this this is dragging out this is all fucking convoluted stick with it because it pays off I think so too. I had a good time. So, uh, what are you gonna rate this sucker out of five? Um, did they have the uh, super soakers in this one? Uh, I believe so. 
Oh, yeah, I'm going to get this one four out of five bloody super soakers for sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, actually, that might have that might have been the last one, but whatever. Oh, then, no, no, no. We'll wait for the last one. I'm going to go four out of five bread machines, bread slicers. All right. Yes. How yes. Yeah, bread slicers. Bread four slicers. out of five bread slicers. I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it three out of five bread slicers. Um, Fair enough. Uh, simply because of my aforementioned uh, issues I had with it. I bet you, though, if I went back and watched it again after having seen the, the next two, I'll probably like it more. Probably. All right. Uh, Let's spoil it, man. Go ahead. What do you got? Spoiler time. Okay. Um, first, some trivia. Yeah, uh, more than uh, musical goofs, uh, the Benjamin Flores Jr.'s character, I believe his name was Josh. Yep. Josh is chatting on the internet, and uh, he's using Calibri font. And uh, font, that font was not introduced until 2007. So there's a fuck up right there. Um, other trivia that I thought was really awesome. So in the opening scene, you're in the bookstore, right? Yeah. And then you see the Fear Street books. The author is listed as Robert Lawrence. The letters RL and RL Stein's name stand for Robert Lawrence. So I thought hey. that that was really freaking awesome. Um, they never, ever uh, show Fear Street in the movie, ever. It's the name of the fucking series, and they never show the street. They never show the actual street. Yeah. Um, and I will let you know the town of Shadyside, Ohio, really exists. It's uh, part of Wheeling, West Virginia, statistical area. And um, by the way, there were no European settlers in that area until 1879. Um, so that would kind of throw off the third movie. But oh, and then one last one you're gonna really love. The um, Josh is using a code. Did you catch that code? Mm, uh, no, I don't think so. Certain parts of the film, he's going up, up, down, down, left, oh, right, left, yeah. right, B A B A start, and of course, it's from uh, Cheat Code and Konami. Yeah, um, Radius actually. So yeah, I, uh, I, I, first of all, from a spoiler uh, perspective, I, you're right on the money with the scream. The first killer is the Skullhead Killer. And he's played by uh, Daniel Huntington. And um, I thought that that was brilliant. Um, it really felt like Scream. I really thought she was going to get away. She does not, folks, um, which is also great. And uh, that was really cool. Um, I love this idea that they um, that these are actually, for lack of better terms, like, de is demon a good word or some kind of meaning of this witch? Right? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I don't know, but basically these are all serial killers that um, are doing the bidding of the witch, and you really can't destroy them, per se. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of convoluted stuff around that, but they're spooky as hell. The second one is my favorite, the axe-wielding guy from 1978, which we'll talk about tomorrow. Um, and so I thought that that was really great. The other thing that I want to talk about, what did you think of this? Uh, there's a really nice twist in the beginning of the film with Dina and Sam. Yeah. What do you think of that? Uh, Dina and Sam. So these are the two girls. Right. But you are led to believe that Sam is a boy until they reveal it as that Samantha is actually her name and she's a girl. And I thought that that was, um, it wasn't all, I mean, it borderline for me is kind of like, Oh, okay. We're going to go ahead and play this off. But I, but I, I think the relationship worked. And I thought it was a really nice. And I didn't read the book, so I don't know if, if it's supposed to be a girl. 
oh. relationship or not. Yeah. But I thought it worked, and I thought it was really well earned and really played off well for today's modern audience. I thought that was really awesome. Yeah, I got, I, I get what you're saying now. Yeah, because I was like, wait, the twist. But yeah, that's right. I forgot at the beginning. It would you, you just didn't really, they didn't really um, acknowledge it until uh, they revealed who Sam was. So, yeah, that that I, I yeah, I liked it. Yeah. What'd you think of? Okay. Well, let's just get to the the, the scene at the end. Um, they're they're running around the gro- the grocery store. Yeah. And um, in order in order to rid themselves of the witch, Samantha has to die and then come back. So yeah. they're they're trying to make her have some kind of like an insulin thing and then die and then no, no wait, she has to take pills. Yeah. Pills. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because there are pill poppers in this movie. In yeah. A series of movies. Druggies, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, they don't last very long. At any rate, they're giving her pills. So the the uh, the minions are running around trying to kill everybody, and one of them takes. I think it was was it Kate or Rachel. I can't remember. Uh, the pill popping chick. Oh, they, it's Kate. Uh, it's Kate. It, they thank you. I thought it was Kate. Yeah. They put her on a. Oh my god, on a table. <laughs> And at the end of the table is a bread slicer. Yeah. And I liked Kate. I didn't want to see Kate go. Yeah. But oh man. Oh, she they went. Put her head right through the bread slicer. By the way, um, the director of this film pushed really hard for that scene. They said, uh, "Who was the director? Uh, Lee Janet Janiak." Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, that won't work." So they went and they got a watermelon, and they threw the watermelon through the bread slicer, and and it went like butter, and like, see? Yeah. Um, that was amazing. Like, yeah. clap in my hands. Like, okay, that that scene, right? That's worth it, right there. Really awesome stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I. It was. It was fun. I thought it was well paced. There's a lot of. It's an interesting thing, and we'll get into tomorrow. How they tell the story is very interesting because now we're going to go back, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I, I was wondering if that would work. Mm-hmm. The spoiler, it, it does. Yep. So that was really great. All right, man. Well, we will talk about Fear Street 1978 tomorrow. In the meantime, spooky.